0: dot com or Underdog Fantasy in the App Store. Sign up with promo code PitcherList and get your first deposit doubled, up to one hundred dollars. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. you more in pitching podcast from PitchWorlds.com. My name is Nick Pog. Today is Friday. Happy Friday, September 15th. And yes, we're gonna talk about baseball. I'm gonna speed through the roundup because I've done the streaming options for today, Saturday, and Sunday for you guys, because that's really what matters for your uh for your teams right now. But I just wanna say like Tanner Houck did really well. That's great. Um 19 whiffs, but he's a cherry bomb, and you know that I'm I'm fine with him against the White Sox, but not against the Rangers next. Mitch Keller did good things, are gonna keep going. Kodai Sengase is gonna ace. Uh, we have Reese Olsen, who did well, and I, I'm not going to go after him for the Dodgers. I don't think there's enough here, but it is the Royals after that, and I feel like considering he's under 20% roster, rostered, then that seems uh, cool to me. Um, to, like Drop him, he's not going to get picked up, and then you're good for the Royals. Michael King is looking great, and you just got to keep going with it. It's kind of wild. Uh, I, I need to do a video on him. I can't really do one today. I'll probably do one for his next start or something like that. But he has a decent amount of stuff here. It's like... Sinkers and changeups and sliders were really the sweeper. Um, the changeup wasn't really present yesterday. High four seamers. It, it's all kind of good. Um, it's why, though, it's 4.2 innings of 87 pitches, not overwhelming dominance. I think you understand that. I think we're good against the Jays. Uh, ben Lively, don't really care. Kenta Maeda doing great things. And I guess we're just kind of going for it um, with the Reds and uh, Oakland. It's Reds in Cincy, but honestly, the Reds aren't that good um, as you would think, and his splitter is there, Josiah Gray got the gold star, that's a nice, it's a birthday party, 10k's, zero walks, it's nice, 70% strike rate is insane, you do not see that from Josiah Gray overall, really wild, um, and, uh, yeah, I don't expect this, uh, uh, you have Adrian Hauser, I mean, he got the King Cole, but, like, it's a coin flip between the in the cards and Marlins. Next, you have Nathan Ivaldi. I mean, Adrian House just like chucks things in there and hopefully it works out and it did here. Uh, you have Nathan Ivaldi against the Jays. And really, I would drop him 93.9 mile per hour fastball. And it's 73 pitches and 3.1 innings. And it's just like, you can't do this. Clark Schmidt didn't do well against the Red Sox. It's in Fenway, though. And in Fenway is an elite offense, essentially, um, that you're facing as Clark Schmidt. He does get the Jays next. And I think you still kind of go with it. I mean, if you want to say top of questionable start here, that's fine. That's would probably, yeah, bottom probable. Aaron Savali, uh, he did the Blake's on the blueprint again with a cannibal McSanchez at his cutters at the top of the zone, cutters and curveballs down, and of course, heavy cutter and curveball usage. You know I like that, so we're going to keep going with him. 8Ks in this one, 5 base runners and in 5 innings, 3 runs, fine, whatever, 1 extra yard run. Yuri Perez struggled with his four-seamer, I'm sorry, with his everything else but his four-seamer as he needed to throw four-seamers a ton. 41% strike rate across 34 pitches of his slider and his curveball is wrong. <laughs> you cannot do that. So uh, Yuri Perez, you should be fine. Just come on, man. You got to be better with that slider and curveball. This is what the shag rug is, right? The young man's floor, where rookie pitchers are going to have those moments of struggle, and they're not going to make the adjustment as fast as veteran pitchers. A uh, Kyle Bradish four and runs fine, but seven and runs zero uh, zero walks and five Ks is great. Ten batted balls in play off fastballs as sinkers and four seamers is the reason why he didn't do as well. I, I'm I'm really in on this where Bradish should be. Does not allow balls and play on sinkers and four seamers. Kind of like if he combines for five, but then he's good. It's the Astros next. I think he's just been too good. I know the Astros are amazing right now, so do what you want to do, but I think I'm going to do it. Kevin Gosman what is going on this week? All these aces are floundering. Like Merrill Kelly did too. It's weird. You're just going to start them anyway, but it stinks. And Jose Arreña against the Twins had eight strikeouts with six earned runs. So, yeah, that's not going to stick. All right, looking forward to today and tomorrow's and Sunday's games. Today, we have Garrett Cole, Justin Steele, Tarek Skubel, Zach Eflin, Seth Lugo, Jose Barrios, and Hunter Green. All in the auto star tier. Don't be scared by Hunter Green. He's looking really good skills-wise, and he's not in Cincinnati, which helps. Probable start tier. Bobby Miller and George Kirby going against each other, but now also Logan Webb is sandwiched in between them. As and in cores, as I think that Logan Webb, even though it is cores, change of focus is kind of better inside of cores, the less effect of the lack of air, lack of air, the thinner air. Uh, and he's just been on such a roll, And the the Rockies aren't so good in cores as they have been relative to previous seasons. Bobby Miller, I think, against the Mariners is fine. And George Kirby, I mean, it's, well, I think that's the toughest one here. Against the Dodgers, uh, do what you want to do. But I think George Kirby is good enough to make that work. Bryce Elder, Griffin Canning, Wade Miley are all pretty good streams here. I'll uh, be going with all of them in their situations and weak, weak opponents. Aaron Nola is a cherry bomb, but I'm still just going to do it if I have him on my teams. So if you don't want to, I understand against the Cardinals. And John Gray did not look good last time. I think it's just a blip, and I think that the rhythm he was in before him is fine. There was no injury or anything in between, so I think he's going to reset and do well against the Guardians. Questionable we'll start to your stream pick of the day. Is David Peterson against the Reds? I don't like it because I don't trust that the 10 Whiffs are going to return for that four seamer, but it is a decent enough situation that I, I, I gave If you want to go with it, I don't want to. Uh, You have Bailey Ober against the White Sox. He's returning from Triple A, but only threw 65 pitches in the last start, so I don't know how good that's going to go. I I like it if he does stick around and if he is at 85 pitches, but I can't tell you that he's going to do that, so I don't expect the Bailey special that is six innings. I expect, hopefully, five innings here. Lucas Giolito gets the Rangers. Rangers. Good luck there, but I think skills have been better than the results have been. Uh, You have Brian Bayo against the Jays. Good luck. He's essentially like a holly, but it's the Jays. Johan Aviedo, among all these other cherry bombs of Jack Flaherty, Christian Javier, uh, and Zach Thompson. You can even say Brandon fought too. All these are cherry bombs. I think Aviator against the Yankees is the best matchup in a situation where if he throws a slider a ton, the Yankees will abide. Uh, you have Jack Flaherty against the Rays who has better skills than he has showcased le- recently, or as far as results go. But it's the Rays. I don't know if I want to do that. Christian Javier had one good game with his 4 seamer and slider and has not had it since. Even though it's the Royals, I feel like it's going to be another four innings of foreign runs and whatever nonsense. Brandon fought against the Cubs... He throws four seamers and sliders in the zone, and the Cubs punished him for it last time. So good luck if you want to do it again. It's, uh, yeah, not, not, not a fun one for me. And Zach Thompson against the Phillies. I think he actually does have good stuff here with a four-seamer, uh, curveball, and cutter. It's just the Phillies, and you pretty much don't want to do that. It is more of a ceiling plan than the others. And then do not start to with a good question from Ashton about Jack Jake Irvin against the Brewers. If you're in a quality start league, I understand pushing him into the quali- question we'll start tier, I don't think that Jake Irvin's stuff is that good. Four seamers, upstairs, sinkers, um, more away than arm side, and then a curve ball, and that's it. And none of those are elite pitches to me. And it's a it's a thin repertoire. I think he relies way too much on good contact and play, or, or at least BABIP, and I feel like this just can get bad pretty easily. Um, the ceiling isn't worth it um, outside of quality start leagues, which is why it would be a question of start for him there. Uh, Chase Anderson against the Giants, Jesse Sultans against the Twins, uh, Johnny Cueto against Atlanta, Zach Greinke against the Astros, and Sean Newcomb against the Padres are all very clear do not starts. Pablo Lopez, Tyler Glasnow, Corbin Burns, and Grayson Rodriguez are tomorrow's auto-starts. That is on Saturday. Cole Reagans is not there because he goes against the Astros. He's the top of probable start. I love Cole Reagans. I initially had him an auto-start, but I get it. I'm going to start him everywhere. You don't have to. It's the Astros who are so good that the shag rug exists for Cole Reagans. He had that weird three walks and slipping off the mound to end his last game. I get it, but remember, it was 5.2 innings of absolute ace against the Jays. That's so why I'm doing it. I think the skills are just so good, but I get it. There's a lot more risk, I think, than the other four I mentioned. There is some with Grayson Rodriguez, but there's still a little bit more with Cole Reagans despite how much I think he's a unicorn and incredible. Other ones in the start tier, you have Chris Bassett and Tanner Bybee and Kyle Hendricks, J.P. France, and Kling Kershaw, among others, but really the only interesting one here is Tanner Bybee against the Rangers. I don't love it, but fine. Hendricks and France have good matchups. Kling uh, uh, Kershaw against the Mariners. If he's starting and the Dodgers aren't saying, no, we're just going to do a bullpen game, then okay, let him go. But, yeah, the velocity issues are there. Is he going to go more than five innings? All this stuff means I don't really know if I really want to do it, so he's improbable. And the rest of this tier are all streaming options, save for Andrew Abbott against the Mets, which is kind of Cherry Bomb-esque right right now, but I feel like he's better than a Cherry Bomb Thus he's here. But Sawyer Gibson Long is my stream pick of the day because the Angels are really bad, and he's essentially a Logan Webb comp. Uh, You have Tyler Anderson against the... The Tigers, if the changeup is great, then this can work out really well. Ranger Suarez was locked in last time for 10 strikeouts and 6 no-hit innings against the Marlins, and I want to lean on that against the Cardinals. And Tyler McGill against the Reds, hosting them in City Field. We've seen moments where the four-seamers upstairs and slider gets a good amount of whiffs, but it's not always there. Um, and there isn't much else inside that repertoire. Sometimes a change comes alive. But I like Sawyer Gibson long because it's three pitches like Logan Webb. But I think also a better slider, but obviously not the track record of Logan Webb. Um, and I'd say not as good of a cold strike machine that Webb's uh, sinker is. But still a good one. Um, it's only been one start. Much more question there or just a, I don't know, lack of track record, volatility, all that kind of stuff. Uh, questionable start tier, yeah, Bryce Miller against the Dodgers. I, I think you can drop him. I think it's just not, it's then the two Rangers starts after, I don't know, same with Logan Gilbert, we'll talk about in a moment, I mean, if Dane Dunning or Andrew Heaney, I don't know which one it is, and by the way, it could be Jose Quintana instead of Tyler McGill, and he would be above all of those, I mean, Jose Quintana would be above Tanner Bybee, I think, um, inside of that probable start tier, just so you know, but uh, anyway, it could be Andrew Heaney instead of Dane Dunning. Do I prefer Dunning or Heaney? Neither of are both cherry bumps. Uh Dane Dunning had a good cutter and slider last time, so whatever. Chris Sale against the... Uh, I don't think it's going to stick for Dane Dunning, but whatever. And I'm going to say whatever again. Chris Sale against uh, the Jays uh, uh, and Keaton Wynn. I'm going to talk about those guys. And, of course, the rest of Saturday's games after this break. This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. dot com or Underdog Fantasy in the App Store. Sign up with promo code PitcherList and get your first deposit doubled, up to one hundred dollars. Must be 18 year older, 19 year older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call one eight hundred Next Step. In New York, call one eight seven seven eight Hope and Y. In Tennessee, call one 9789 Chris Sale, are you going to do it with the velocity gap from last time? Probably not against the uh, the Jays and that question will start to your four Saturdays games. I uh, and then Keenan Win closes it out with forty eight percent CSW overall with eighteen splitter whiffs when he hosted uh, when he f- hosted the Rockies in San Francisco. Now he goes into cores to face the Rockies. Can he repeat that? I don't know. I'm going to like you don't just do that out of nowhere. So maybe there is a chance that that works. Do you not know start here. I really don't want to start D- Zach Davies, Alex Cobb in Coors. Um, it's a double header, by the way, against the Rockies. Uh, we're a splitter right now. Keen Wins stole his thing, right? <laughs> and, off, and the hip injury makes Keaton like, Wins more exciting to me. Uh, Miles Michaelis, don't do. Luis Ortiz could do okay against the Yankees, because the Yankees are very susceptible to right-handed sliders. Mason Miller is only probably going to go like 50 pitches, but I think that he, even against the Padres, could be more productive than everyone else I'm about to list. That is Matt Waldron, Jared Schuster, Kyle Freeland, Tukey DeSant, Trevor Williams, Peter Lambert, Luke Weaver, starting for the Yankees, and Brian Hoeing. All of this stuff just do not do. Looking forward to Sunday's games. We have Brandon Woodruff, Sonny Gray, and Framber Valdez. Uh, clear starts there. Probable start to Charlie Morton against the Marlins. I think the strikeouts and wins are there to to uh, go against the ratio risk, even though the ERA is well underneath four for the year for Charlie Morton. And Jose Quintana is in such a good groove against the Reds. We have Chen Chen as a Toby against the Red Sox. Carlos Rodon just... Chucked 96 and sat there and had 9 Ks against the Red Sox in Fenway. Now he gets Pittsburgh. That seems very interesting, but I understand there is volatility there, but I really do feel like this is the step forward. Uh, for Rodon, as he sails into the sunlight, I don't know how that works. Nick, uh, you have <laughs> Dean Kramer against the Rays. If the cutter is there, he'll be all right. Hopefully, it's the cutter and the four-seamer. It's a little bit more risky, I think, than the other ones, uh, but I think you're still going to do that. And Jordan Wicks looked good in cores, even though he was more arm signed than he should be. Uh, the changeup is amazing, and hopefully the cutter is better here against the Diamondbacks. Question will start here. Yes, I like Wicks more than Logan Gilbert as he faces the Dodgers, and Jesus Lizardo faces Atlanta, and Gavin Williams against the Rangers. It's so annoying. These are really good pitchers in the worst matchups. So do what you need to do. You know, if you want to, if you're chasing something major, then go for it. If you're in that situation, you have to protect everything and get strikeouts and stuff. Oh, my gosh. Good luck. Uh, Dylan Cease against the Twins. He's such a strikeout play. If you need that, go ahead. But I hate it. Uh, He did well last time, but who knows? Um, Reed Detmers against the Tigers, not the Rays, which is interesting. This is Sunday uh, for Reed Detmers. He had a new changeup last time, or at least a larger emphasis that I haven't seen in ages. Maybe that is the thing uh, that really fixes him. I mean, that's four pitches now, maybe, for potential of 2024. But against the Tigers and just one start of that, I don't know. Timon Walker against the Cardinals. I really don't want to trust it, but the Cardinals are not very good, and Timon Walker has some magic here and there. Nick Pavetta against the Jays, I think, is interesting because he just looked really good against the Yankees. Uh, his slider was well-spotted, fastballs were well-spotted, but it's the Jays' much tougher offense, and I don't know if they, even those skills will stick. Zach Littell is our stream pick of the day. I know right after all this time, he's the one that is underneath 20% rostered. were day on Sunday. But uh, I don't like this. I don't want to chase it. There is a win chance even though he has not gotten a win. He pitched a lot better last time and inside of Baltimore is not a bad place to pitch. You have Andrew Keeney complete cherry bomb against the Guardians. Brandon Williamson looked really bad in a return from the COVID IL it was two weeks missing the game and he lost all the skills that we liked two ticks down as opposed to 94. The fastball cutter that were such a foundation were not well spotted and the change that, that was the biggest new addition that made me excited about him was not there. They could all return. It's very possible. I just don't know. And it's too much of a question mark for me to trust. I would say wait for one start of it. And then if he has it, then we trust moving forward. Emmett Sheehan gets the start for the Dodgers against the Mariners. I don't like this because he's probably going to go like five innings, and I don't know if he's going to get the whiffs again, and the Mariners are good. At the same time, it is the Dodgers, and pitching for the Dodgers is a good thing. You have a good defense behind you. You have a fantastic offense behind you. There's a decent win chance. He just needs to go at least five innings here. And Ryan Nelson looked better with his breaking ball on his second start back from the the minor leagues, but it's still not quite there. And he needs more because the four-seamer is not really this overwhelming pitch, and he gets the Cubs, and are good. Okay. Do not start to your a really interesting Hail Mary play. There's three of them here, or at least four, I should say. Maybe I could even argue five kind of wild. Okay. Joey Wentz is first against the Angels. He's had strikeout moments before, and the Angels are bad. Andre Jackson is against the Yankees. We've seen him go like six innings with a good changeup, and maybe that works against the Yankees who are very I don't know, they can be anemic at times. Uh you have Sean Minai against the Rockies inside of course He looked really good he actually properly starting for the Giants, but now it's Cores. Like, is that you know one start of that? And then now Cores? I don't want to chase that. Patrick Corbin looked excellent last start with his slider. I mean, that doesn't stick around, though, right? It's against the Brewers. Uh, Dakota Hudson is your quality start Hail Mary um, as he goes against the Phils. He's done it before, but I do not want to do that. And Ken Waldenchuk looked really good with his changeup and slider and fastball last time, but it's the Padres who crushed lefties, and it was only one start of that, and we know the volatile command of Waldenchuk. There's also Pedro Avila against the Athletics. Maybe that works. I didn't see the skills against the Dodgers that would make me excited to do it, but there's a chance there, too. Chris Flexen, I don't like it, but maybe. I mean, there's a lot of maybes here uh, with Flexen against the Giants. It's the Giants, and he's spotted cutters and four seamers well inside of cores before. And lastly, is Jordan Lyles, who's a werewolf who has one random start that's really good every so often, but it's against the Astros. That is it for today. Good luck this weekend. I hope this helps. I'll, of course, be back uh, streaming on Monday um, and doing a. Cole Reagan stream tomorrow night in some fashion with the staff or whatever. Just go to playback.tv slash pitch list. You will see the Cole Reagan start there with everybody watching. So go check that out. But that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock. And may your bat below. And your strikeouts high.